Hello and welcome to Goals Mess BA Design Podcast. You're listening to the pilot episode for our group series in which groups of students from third year tackle a short brief each week demonstrating the breadth of their collaborative making processes and critical thinking. So if this actually floats your boat, feel free to follow the channel and stay tuned to listen to our upcoming group and individual episodes. But for now, here's a recording. This is Emily, Jack and Joe and Stan recording a pilot group podcast um, slash instructional video on how to make the group podcast. This is, uh, we're doing it with visuals, but obviously all of the submissions will be uploaded audio only. So this is just for reference to sort of see how it will work when people are making them. Uh, we're going to be doing podcast number one, Stationary Village. So we've all spent the last 10 minutes making an object out of things on our desk. Uh, and we're going to start by, uh, we're going to start with Emily explaining what she's made, and describing it for the audio listener. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, so in the 10 minutes, it was kind of like really brief time because um, I got up a nice YouTube tutorial on how to make an origami dinosaur. Um, so yeah, basically made an origami dinosaur. That's it. <laughs> so I have this yellow A4 paper, probably like 120 GSM or 160, who knows. Um, and yeah, he has little feet um, and little triangle, triangular like little arms um, and his tail is really long. It is about, just measuring it, it is seven centimeters long. He's a long boy. Um, and he is 11 centimeters tall. His little arms is half a centimeter. So, you know, I don't know. Um, I decided to put lipstick and give him gold eyes because he is the dinosaur that I would always want to be you know um it's quite difficult to make um as you know he wasn't dis difficult to make it was difficult to follow along with the 10 minute time frame um because the guy was either like folding really fast or folding really slow um so I had to watch it on two times speed and pause quite a few times so so you're following a YouTube video? Yeah, I will actually give that YouTube video a shout out because it was a <laughs> banger, actually. Um, it's well, easy to follow along. Yeah, it was, I mean, yeah. Did it, it in really, 10 minutes, quite impressive. Yeah, it was like, uh, I think I just Googled origami and it was the second one in. And the YouTube channel was called PPO, like PPI, but PPO. Brilliant. Okay. Has he got a name, your dinosaur? Um, I don't know. Not yet. Does anyone want to name him? Hmm. I feel like you should have a name associated with the the paper you made. So the what was it? Two hundred twenty GSM. Did you yeah, say? or one hundred sixty. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred sixty GSM. GSM. Maybe that that's his name. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Gary Seymour Mitchell. 
I knew you were going to say Mitchell. Oh, wow. Thank <laughs> you. Um, does, he, does he have a purpose? Not really. He's just like, I wanted to make a little mascot for my desk, to be honest. Um, as good as reason as any. Yeah, well, you know, it gets a bit lonely making stuff on your own. So, you know, got to have a, a little cheerleader by your side all time. I thought, you know, I'll make one out of paper. So made you choose child? a dinosaur? Oh, I look quite like dinosaurs. Quite cool. I was going to say... Um, That'd be cool. Yeah, it's that like only child syndrome where you've got to have someone by your side constantly. So I've got a paper dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Does anyone have any other questions about the dinosaur? Do, do you know what type of dinosaur he is? Um, I feel like he looks like a bog standard dinosaur, really. Maybe a T-Rex. I've not heard like... of that one. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Natural History Museum goer here. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a um like if you were gonna draw a dinosaur actually no you wouldn't draw one like this <laughs> this is very like erect <laughs> nice how how many folds did it take i was thinking about answering that but not gonna lie don't really want to um i reckon <laughs> <laughs> i reckon it was about i'd say under 100 100 folds I reckon. Between naught and a hundred folds mm. is how many it took. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. what, what is the, the level of difficulty in origami? I mean, pretty easy. It took me mm, 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Challenge was to do it in 10 minutes and I did it. So, uh, yeah. And the guy said it was easy. So, you know, whenever a guy says it's easy, it's easy. <laughs> what are you what, what are you uh what are you gonna do with him what's what's his future like oh pretty bleak you know oh no <laughs> off to the recycling no um immediately isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. i might actually do some origami for my project not gonna lie because i quite like doing it you can make a big origami meteor what to to kill Gary or yeah maybe origami, yeah, yeah. origami meteor for our listeners is essentially you get a piece of paper uh, probably some work that you just don't really like and you just scrunch it into a ball essentially right. and yeah. you just throw it wherever you want throw it out make sure it's between naught and a hundred folds yeah yeah only. <laughs> okay great are you are we have you do you feel like you've explored that enough Emily is there anything um, else to say about Gary I wish I did. I, I wish I folded him a bit nicer, because um, he's got some like stray bits that are kind of pissing me off. But that's fine. I think that can be part of his charm. Yeah, you know, he's rough and ready. Prototype. Yeah. You should make okay. him a lady friend. Yeah, maybe I should. Over, 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 male friends. That's a tangent we're going oh, yeah. down now. Yeah, we don't discriminate. <laughs> Non-binary friend. Cool. You know, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. Right. So Stan, you going next? Okay. In which case, uh, should we move on? Let's let's move on to Jack. Are we doing it first name alphabetically rather than surname alphabetically? I assume uh, it was surname alphabetically. I was, uh, I was going first name, but we can do either. Oh, okay. I, I, I can do mine next. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I only have from... my first name on here. 
Yeah, Probably so we'll have to go first names. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we've gone from Emily with an E to Jack with a J A. That's correct. That's how the alphabet works for definite. Yeah. <laughs> what have you made? Um, I made. I have made. Uh, essentially, it's what I think as I sort of realised um, as I was making it. I, th I think it's in some way a kind of circuit board that is powered by organic de decaying material. Um, so it's got a flat piece of about A5 uh, glass um, sitting flat on the desk. And then in one corner is uh, a, a mouldy apple core that I had from an apple I had yesterday um, and kept it on the desk. That's great. Especially for this. Um, yeah, a little bit. But I, I usually am very good throwing stuff away, but not, not this one because I kept it for this. Um, it has, um, as a demonstration, it has a, a USB cable um, coming out of one end of the Apple core and that trails off on the desk. Um, it has two metal pins in it, which I figured are kind of like um, connectors. Uh, it is attached to a pink post-it note by the stem of the apple um, using a paper clip. And there is a piece of um, nail sticking out of the other end of the post-it note. Um, and that is connected to a piece of a bracket that I had, which is like a, a steel um, clothes hanger for the wall. Uh, and the apple core is kind of just resting on that. Uh, and then we have the wire kind of trails off over a, a little sketch I did on the piece of glass using just a Sharpie pen um, of a kind of circuit board demonstration. Um, so I figured it was beginning to look like something that you might have on like a either a really small scale or like big scale. You could imagine this being a model for a uh, perhaps a, a new way of urban planning, um, almost like a new form of um, renewable energy, um, directly using the decaying process of the apple. Um, not quite figured out yet how that would actually scientifically work, <laughs> connecting the USB cable, but I think I think I'm willing to pursue that. <laughs> What, what are you going to use use it to power? Uh, I figured that um, it would be used to power, for example, like really small kind of objects. Say so, it might be used to power your um, phone charger or your uh, desk fan if you have one. Um, but like I say, it could also have the potential to be kind of seen as a model of a much larger scale thing, like a generator. So this might be powering a whole city um, with mains electrics. What what types of items can you use as the power source for it? Um, I suppose anything that has... Um, is, is organic and is in the process of decaying. So it happened to be an apple core this time. It could also be maybe um, a vat of orange peel. Um, it could be vegetables um, if you put like your compost there. So a bit like um, uh, 
by bio what's the biofuel biofuel yeah like that but it's directly connected to the thing which is the process of it decaying so just any organic decaying biological waste yeah cool vegetation preferably yes yeah so something which is like uh easily um used and then discarded what would happen if you plugged yourself into it um well this is just a model so uh Mm. probably not much um if you plug yourself in i wouldn't want to wouldn't want to do it um when when this goes you know industrial scale because Mm. um, it would be quite funny like you plugged yourself into it and like one day it starts like charging up you're like oh no (laughs) i'm over the hill (laughs) (laughs) my time's up best before date oh no yeah oh you actually decay so it actually ages people like or it just or it's just a good signal of when you're you're naturally on your way out getting old oh, right. <laughs> yeah. so maybe it actually yeah. is able to it's a kind of um a mortality um mm. prediction well you tell us well no I'm, I'm just it's 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 speculating on something that the making process was all about kind of seeing what i could come up with in 10 minutes and, and how the actual act of using the materials i had and and my hands could sort of direct my approach to think about what it could be what it could be used for um so it's it's open to interpretation at the moment i feel um right um, i think the I post-it ask... note said so, sorry yep. oh sorry i was just gonna ask could i, could I uh, how moldy is the apple uh it's about a day old now maybe a bit less smelly no not really it's quite clean dry yeah it's a bit dry well, uh, yeah, it's a little bit dry, a bit wrinkly. Still, disclaimer: I I am very good with tidying my space and putting <laughs> things in the bin, um, but I felt it could be useful on this occasion. So glad you've put that disclaimer, and we were going to judge you horrendously. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just making sure that everyone knows that there is really difficult challenge because my desk is quite clean, and I had to really rummage around in my drawers to find things that might be useful. No. Okay. Any more? Any more questions? I think we've, I think we've explored it quite well. Yeah. I think we, I think we can, uh, we can move on to find out what what Joe's been making in her yeah. ten minute slot. This is moving from Jack, J-A, to Joe, J-O, just slightly up the alphabet. Uh, Cool. Bizarrely, I've done a similar thing to Jack. Um, But uh, instead of using an apple, I've connected wires to my arm. um, And they lead to a, a set of... Uh, playing cards. I've got a a jack, a queen, and a king, all on separate uh, bits of wire that form into one. I have no idea what that type of wire is called. So, um, what does <laughs> it look like? The feed. wire. Um, it's it's like a it's a 
three it, it has three connections um or like outputs and they have different colors on so there's um a green one that says f on it so i'm guessing that's maybe front or something because the other two the other one is a yellow l so left connection and then right connection is red that doesn't really mean anything there's no particular order of things um but then they feed into a larger wire um, that I've, I had to connect by just tying the wires around each other because I didn't have time to find another way to do that. Um, and then that feeds into this weird sort of, um, it's actually a, a microphone, um, but it looks weirdly sinister when it's connected to my arm, like it's taking my blood. So I thought, ooh, um, maybe I can, uh, maybe it could be like, it's, it's sucking out my life force and it's going through the wires and then out into the characters that I've sort of produced with these cards and it's bringing them to life by taking my life force. It's like, it's so like it's, an extension. You know, it's like the evil version of what Jack made. Yeah, totally. I just, yeah, I just got a bit more sinister with it. Way more Frankenstein. So I'm dying. What does it? What does it mean to be giving life to the characters on the playing cards? What happens to them? I don't know. Um, presumably, if they ever come to life, that means I'll be dead. <laughs> but that... three new lives, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe. It's... Maybe this is sort of like a metaphor for um, the earth, which is myself, giving life to its, um, well, I guess they don't live on me. So, I mean, I don't know. Parasites. I, I, they're, they're using me. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're living off me to um, fuel themselves and... Yeah. Do you think it has any uh, resemblance to being about uh, some sort of comment on, uh, on gambling culture or like the idea of um, putting your all into something? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that. I just had a similar <laughs> issue of uh, having a vaguely clean desk. Um, I don't normally keep a lot of clutter on my desk so I just tried to do what I could with the objects I had which is the point <laughs> but yeah. yeah I went yeah speculative and weird sciencey stuff what what year are we in with your with the contraption you've made oh definitely the future I think my favorite year <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> sometime sometime well, soon let's let's put a pin in it what sort of what sort of year mm. well playing cards are still a thing so maybe yeah. not that far into the future um, are we gonna phase them out <laughs> i hope not i like playing cards. 
But maybe they'll, they'll be then. just digitalized. Uh, okay. Maybe they're just holograms now. Uh, yeah. Or maybe maybe they can project things. So like this is just the surface, and I'm forming like a um yeah a hologram of some sort that stands on top of the card, so they come to life that way. Forming a ritual before your your uh, nightly card game, your 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 weekly poker game. And everyone performs this ritual of giving their life force to these, life to the cards. These, these cards, which are, may, or may, <laughs> yeah, not be, exactly. may or may not be projections of yourself by that point. So they're actually able to play the game for you almost with you actually just injecting your being into them. Yeah, we have to conduct a sort of seance beforehand. Mm. So the spirits and who, of the um, cards are with us. Who do you think um, you could see kind of using it, if anyone? Um, um, well, I don't know how useful it would be as a thing. <laughs> Depends what exactly its purpose is. Maybe poker players, like you said. Maybe it could be used to um, project false false cards or something it's oh, the a bluffing mob. machine yeah mm. nice. that could be interesting cool. that sounds like a very strange little world yeah get me out <laughs> <laughs> so you have to yeah how, how do you, i'm how, rigged up here how do yeah, i how, um, how, how do you how do you um, unplug yourself now? Is it a long process? Do you have to be in a particular surgery room to do this? Or Well, it's quite painful, actually, getting this off because it's like a very adhesive surface that I've stuck to my skin. So I imagine I'll remove a few hairs. So quite a painful process. <laughs> cool. Very interesting, Jane. I think um, we we probably better move on. We've got a limit on our group call. We've got an or we've got a recording time limit, so uh, we might have to move on. Yes. Um, go ahead. Yes, going going go from Joe J to Stan S, <laughs> um, and the last object. Um, what I'm I have made. I'm learning so much here. Yeah, <laughs> I I have made a small improvised bomb. Uh, an improvised explosive device, an IED, um, and uh, visually what I'm seeing in front of me is a mess of wires and small electronic components all plugged in to or sort of between two points. One is a microcontroller which is essentially a small maybe playing just actually less than a playing card sized uh, uh, circuit board uh, it's blue in my case with lots of small bits of writing on and uh, square points coming up that you can plug things into as well as two big plug-in points for um, for power and uh, serial connection to a computer so you can program it um, and then the other thing that everything's plugged into is what's called a breadboard which is essentially just a a uh, a way of connecting lots of components together in an 
organized way and so i've got uh lots of different things in there uh lots of i've got a green yellow and red led all of the wires are different colors orange yellow white black red green purple um i have an uh an lcd screen plugged into the breadboard i've got a a round black dome shaped buzzer uh, a couple of capacitors that just look like little cylinders on on metal legs uh, and some buttons and it's just a mess a mess of things uh in total covering like a sort of dinner plate size space on my desk um and all of the all of the components it's like um it's almost like an escape room type bomb where one of these components uh needs to be removed to disarm the bomb um but but who knows which it is uh and the bomb itself uh is used to explode only very small things it's a very local bomb and it can be used to explode just small items that you want to get rid of anything anything sort of from from a pea to a toaster size specific items that you want to explode and get rid of is what i've made oh no i've cooked too many peas <laughs> yeah i want 40 percent of these peas gone so i'm going to yeah. use this this bomb is there a suggestion that you can actually in some way um control how much uh impact the explosion has by touching yeah. it in onto into the device well well there is that one of the components that i didn't tell you about is a it's called a potentiometer which is essentially just a dial that you can spin uh it's about the size of a tic tac poking upwards from the breadboard and you can spin it with your thumb and forefinger and that's uh that's used to control how big the explosion is um and then one of the wires is loose and you can essentially just plug that wire it's got the they're called i think they're called dupont wires the wires that are covering it all and they're essentially just a colored wire length and then a a housing around an exposed bit of metal or a sort of rigid bit of metal that you plug in and out of connectors uh and the uh, they're sort of like a blunt safety pin width, the metal connections, um, and you can plug that into whatever you want to explode and remove from existence. Do you intend? Like, who do you who do you think would sort of use it? Is it is it definitely marketed towards the more altruistic idea of of getting people to have control over their uh, unwanted things and sort of not rather than say throwing them away they're actually just erasing them from existence yeah maybe i think it might well there's quite uh, yeah i think so the bomb the bomb is going to go when you put it on an item so i don't think it's particularly carbon neutral there's a lot of materials going into each of your explosions but um it's i think it's used i think the main purpose is to remove items uh that you just that, that are too sort of emotionally painful to exist in the world so like old uh items from lost marriages um just uh maybe you know just things that are sort of emotionally difficult to have in your life this can be used to maybe as a sort of cleansing process to get rid of those objects so um could i get rid of my hand uh now that yeah i mean I think it I think it depends you'd have to be really careful with the little control knob because you wouldn't want to go up to your elbow or something 
but you could, if you got if you controlled it well you could you could do that yeah is that an emotionally scarring object in your life your hand <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, sometimes when you just can't draw or you can't make something well and you're like well I, I think that hand. would be a bit of an overreaction but I'm still going to sell you it if you want to buy the bomb <laughs> what if what if you strangled someone you murdered someone with your two hands you were like I can't live with these hands anymore so. perfect there we go yeah you're going to need to buy you're going to need to buy two bombs unless I guess you could just grip and plug it in but then how are you going to set the bomb off Mouth. And that's, that's an interesting point. Yep. That how are you going to stop people from using this mm. bomb in a negative way? So, yeah. is there a license? You know, just, well, yeah. look, look, knives are still useful. We still True, sell but, knives. So you couldn't yeah. walk. You couldn't walk through a train station with this bomb. Um, no, I don't think so. No, I okay. think I think it would be it would definitely show up on airport scanners and stuff like that. You wouldn't be allowed. Um, if, I, I don't know how much damage you could do with a toaster-sized explosion, but it would be enough for you to not take it on an airplane or probably any form of public transport. It's very much, then, I think, go on. No, sorry, you go. I think, it's, I think it's very much, I mean, it could almost be used in sort of licensed out controlled spaces so that people can bring their uh, emotional baggage literally and physically into those sort of rooms and um, and then under the supervision of someone that has had training with these bombs, you could then blow those things up. Maybe that'd be the best way. But um, if you want one, I'll, I'll still just send one to your house. Do <laughs> <laughs> the letterbox. What, what if you, what if you accidentally send an item that you didn't want to send? What about accidents? I think you have to be in control of the bomb. With, you're not you're not just sending it off sending your objects off to something and then someone else explodes it you have to i think your emotional investment needs to be a part of the uh, explosive process so you need to be there with the object and the bomb to explode it wow you're responsible mm -hmm. for it absolutely yeah yeah it's like putting a dog down wow, okay this is <laughs> i mean you can <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to allow it to be used for that purpose. You've got to let it go. I'm certainly not going to allow it to be used for that. No way. Okay. Where do they go, these objects? You say out of existence, but they must yeah. go somewhere, surely? No. It's just they floating they're in just the, gone. the nether. Sorry, when you no, put something gone. in fire in Minecraft, it's just gone. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't exist anymore. Rough. It's um, digitally Perhaps. removed. Perhaps the next iteration of this object is to make it with uh, some sort of hoover that can sort of clear up the remaining discharge from whatever object you've you've exploded. <laughs> well, maybe that will be maybe that will be version two, Jack. Thank version you very two. much. I think we probably need to wrap up there. We've got less yeah. than a minute of recording time. <laughs> we do. So that is that is our first uh, podcast team group podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Emily. Goodbye, Jack. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, guys. And that is it from our group pilot. I hope you enjoyed. Stay tuned to listen to our upcoming group and individual episodes. And we hope you're all well and safe. See you later.